0: Okay, good morning, Uh, good afternoon in my case, Uh, good evening, wherever you are in the world welcome to live from the laundry room, it's Monday chilled out conversation, Uh, I'm not going to put anything video wise on, I'm just going to sit here, wait and see what happens, (laughs) Okay, three minutes in, nothing much happening. The old man's podcast is still happening, of course, so I wouldn't expect too much activity until that ends, which will be about 10 minutes time, I would think. They usually finish about 20 past four my time. So as I say, I'm not putting any videos on or anything. I'm just uh, waiting to see who shows up who wants to chat, if anybody does. And I'll cut the silences out during the editing process if somebody does actually turn up to chat. I'm getting quite close to my uh, thousandth like. I don't know whether that makes a difference at any point, but at the moment I'm level one host and I've got 916 hearts, likes, which isn't a huge amount. Everybody seems to have lots, but I just pop up and do 20 minute shows. So nobody really sees me doing whatever except to know that I've been there and done something. So that's part of it, I think, is not not having a regular slot has an impact. So hopefully, if I can maybe make this 4 o'clock slot regular, at least for a while, people will get used to it. Some people will start coming in eventually. Once, Once it's kind of a regular... once people know. So I think it takes a a couple of weeks of being in the same slot before people get the idea that that's where you're going to be. In marketing, they say uh, seven, seven connections, seven interactions is what makes the difference. So if people see me seven times in this time slot, they'll start to get used to me again. So I did used to have a time slot at one point, but it didn't last for a couple of weeks. It lasted for about a week. And then I changed my mind again. So I'm just going to do four o'clock and that's the end of it. Four o'clock every day. Obviously Saturday is a radio show at four o'clock. So that's the time I'm used to doing radio So it makes sense to do four o'clock every other day as well. I might put some background music on. I might prompt somebody to show up. the topic for the day. So I don't know whether that'll put people off or whether it will attract people, but uh, it's a no politics transhumanism conversation. It's what I've got on the notes. So it might put people off or it could attract a few people. You never know it might be too specific. Drupal D, I don't know how to say that. D D just D,
1: D. them to the room. I'm
0: just waiting for people to arrive. I admit I'm in the northeast. Feel free to call in if you want to chat. It's just a, a very—it's a casual thing. I just thought I'd open the room and see what happens. roughly this time. So, I'm going to get rid of it. Let's get rid of that. All right. Now, it's just a casual chat room, basically. But there's no telling who's going to be around and who's not and who wants to talk and who doesn't. So, I'm just kind of chilling until people show up. Are you still at work, mate, or are you on your way home or? Mm. All right, okay. I understand. I've got one of those backs as well. It uh, occasionally gives me trouble. Right, self-employed is better. It's definitely better. I'm looking into that at the moment. But uh, I think I'm going to need it. Because nobody seems to want to employ me in the in the call centers that I used to work in, so I'm going to have to do something myself. I'm just going to have to generate a job or generate a business more likely. Um, if, if you're talking about what you think, what I think you're talking about, uh, the answer is no, I'm not having the you know what. Uh, on the grounds that it's not tested properly, mainly, and it's it's uh, untested technology, still experimental, unapproved, so all of those are reasons not to have it. Um, I, prefer, I would prefer it if they come up with a traditional type of vaccine. I'm not particularly into vaccines. I don't like them. But I think if they come up with a, a traditional vaccine, I would consider that. But I'm not interested in new technology until it's been around for at least three or four years. There's a whole lot of side effects anyway. There's loads of side effects showing up. So I'm, uh, I'm in my 50s, so I'm not doing too bad health-wise. I'm not really in a, any kind of risk group. So I don't see any real reason why I need to have any kind of you-know-what. I'm assuming you're probably not either, given that you asked me the question. Now, it took me a while to decide whether I'm completely against vaccines on principle. Oh, my word. My word, if no, absolutely not. I'm sorry to hear that, man. If 26 year olds are dying, that's not good. That's not good at all. Now, yeah, the side effect profile is. It's it's too, it's too much, it's too much. it's not a, It's not a traditional vaccine at all. It's got a completely different side effect profile and I'm not I'm no expert, but when that much shows up in a short period of time, I know there's something going on. I won't be having the mRNA. I don't think under any circumstances I might possibly potentially go for a traditional one when that eventually arrives. If I absolutely have to, I prefer not to. Yeah, there's potentially something bigger going on. I'm I'm rummaging around looking for evidence of eugenics. At the moment, for, the, for a radio show I do on Saturday, I've got a eugenics theme there. It's on my, it's on my podcast, the shows. But it, I'm do, just doing quite light research. I'm not digging into like serious documents at the moment, but I'm just kind of digging around it on the surface to see what's there. And if there is if there is a, a eugenics plot going on, I'll spot it. I'm not going to assume there is until I see evidence of it. That's that's one of my things, I need to see I need to see some evidence really. There's a lot of circumstantial stuff, but I I've yet to see real solid documentation for that stuff. Now, the last time I had a vaccine, I was about 13, and it was a tuberculosis jab, the BCG or whatever, at school. I don't think anybody actually asked me. They just said, go here and the nurse will sort it out for you. I don't remember ever getting permission off anybody, but I must have done. I must have took a letter home or something. That would have been 1980, oh, not even that, 70, 78, 79 maybe. I didn't know that his dad had written a book called, called The Virus. But now that you've told me, I shall have a look for a PDF. It does seem like a coincidence. Too much of a coincidence, maybe. And all of these people do turn out to have some kind of eugenics history. Oh, there'll be a PDF floating around. I'm sure there will be. I don't know his dad's name, but he's. I'll find it. I'll find it. Stanley, Stanley Johnson. All right. I don't have nine quid to spend on a, on a book from Amazon, but I can find a PDF online. I'll do that. The wonders of universal credit, mate, sir. There's not enough to, to spend on books. I still do it now, <laughs> but it's uh, it's yeah. I'll uh, I'll find it on another source. No probs. It's interesting how all of these people seem to have a eugenics in their past, and that's quite recent. 19... 1982 is is very recent. I was looking at a, a eugenics conference that was that happened in New York a hundred years ago, literally exactly a hundred years ago, in the last week of September, nineteen twenty-one. It was the second eugenics conference. So I'm kind of aware of that stuff. I'm not. I'm not, it scares me too much for me to buy into it. Yeah, 201 I know about. Event 201 I know about and uh, Project Lockstep or whatever you call it, the, the Rockefeller funded thing in 2010 I know about as well. So between I'm, obviously there's there's some kind of intent and some kind of premeditation going on, but exactly what it's about I don't know. I'm uh, I'm making the assumption that it's all about money at the moment, and if it turns out to be all about killing huge amounts of people, then I'll not be a happy man at all. Yeah, the, the logic would be to reset every 20 years or every 15 years or whatever because that's as long as they can they can pull the pyramid scheme scam up. They need, they need some kind of bailout every every 15 or 20 years because all they're doing is siphoning public money off, basically, through loan, loan default schemes and all of that. 2008 was obviously a setup as well. So they got bailed out in 2008, and they're now—what? Where are we? 13 years on, and that's trying for another bailout. And that hasn't been paid back yet. It's us. That, it's us that paid for it, and us that's paying bailing it out. So it makes no sense to me. yeah it kind of makes sense that they don't need they don't need money they print it. They need me to need it. I don't really need money. I need food. I don't need money really i've got I've got a roof over my head and food and sh- food and clothing. I don't really need much of anything else. so nobody really takes my freedom away from that point of view. But yeah, I can understand it. It's debt slavery basically, isn't it? So if you're in debt, you, you can't, can't do much until you, until you default on it. And then you, and then you're free again. Yeah. I worked out the debt slavery thing. Um, I still think it's about accumulating money, though. I still think that's part of it. It's part partly because I'm frightened to buy into the eugenics plot. That would freak me out too much. So I'm looking around the edges of it very, very carefully so I don't actually have to buy into it all in one go. Because it really would just freak me out. What do you think the motivation is for, for killing off half of humanity, though? That's, that's a thing I don't understand as well. Yeah, I understand. They look at the world in a different way. From that, from that level of the, the hierarchy, they look at the world in a very different way. I don't buy the Georgia Guidestones as a eugenics thing. It's a survival thing. Uh, eugenics is one possible interpretation where it's not the only one. It's not enough for me. That's why I'm looking for more. Because if the only thing that people have got to justify leaping to a eugenics conclusion is the Georgia Guidestones, that's not enough. Well, yeah, there's always been climate change, and it's probably coming from the sun more than it is from people, but there's an, a, there's an element of it from coming from people. It's just being used for political purposes. That, again, is a, it's a money-siphoning job. Climate credit is a money-siphoning job. All of these things lead to money being siphoned off which is why I think the motivation is money. Off us and to them, yeah, exactly. So if the motivation isn't money, why, is all, why do all these things lead to money being siphoned off? And climate credits is a totally transparent, like moving money in a particular direction thing. That's very obvious to me. As soon as I saw that, I knew that was what was going on. I'm already dependent on the state. I'm relying on £317 a month to live, mate. So I can't be any more dependent on the state than well yeah, it might be it might be more for everyone. But I don't I don't know, I don't see that as a motivation, particularly from people who are claiming to be free market people. If they're claiming to be to be old school libertarian free market people with a small state How does having everybody dependent on the state benefit them? Who benefits? Yeah, no, we don't, but who does? Key bono. Follow the money and who benefits? That's my. That's my questions. Where does the money go? And who benefits? And just saying they isn't good enough, although I've I've done that a few times. Saying they isn't good enough, I need to have names. I need to have evidence and names and paperwork. Because saying they're in the shadows in Switzerland isn't enough, or they're in the shadows in wherever. It's not enough for me. It might be bigger than the banks, but I need to have evidence. And the Georgia Guidestones is a, is a work of art. That's not evidence. Not only that, it's an interpretation of the Georgia Guidestones that we're talking about. So it's an interpretation of a work of art that's leading to all these eugenics conclusions. And that's, that's not evidence for me. If that's all you've got, it's gone enough. So I'm starting with the money because at least there's a paper trail for that. So honestly, if you've you've got something more than the Georgia Guidestones, you're welcome to call in and we'll have a conversation about it. But just making an assumption based on an interpretation of a work of art isn't enough. And I don't think that's unreasonable. I mean, whatever's happening. No, you won't frighten me off. Don't be daft.
1: It's up to you, though. It's entirely up to you.
0: As I say, I'm looking... Okay, man, no props. So yeah, everybody seems to have the Georgia guide stones, but nobody's got anything else. All right, I don't have a, I don't have anything on here. Let me uh, do that. All right, welcome, Matt. Welcome.
1: Good afternoon.
0: How are you? From apart Essex. The, yeah, I'm from good. The, from the back, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm not bad. Cheers. Yourself? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right.
1: So you're not working?
0: I'm not. No, well, I'm, well you, I do radio shows, but that doesn't count as work. Okay. Hmm.
1: So how long have you been retired for then? Put it that way. Uh, retired's a good, way
0: of, a good way of describing it. Uh, hmm. This time, this time round, nearly a year. Oh, wow. So I was working in telesales uh, when the uh, coronavirus hit, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, last, day, obviously, they shut everything down, then opened up again. Uh, but there, yep. there wasn't there wasn't, a, there wasn't enough of a market for what I was doing. I was bringing pensioners, trying to sell them kitchens, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. So obviously, the, the,
0: the market for seventy-five-year-olds in kitchens kind of died.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah. Did you sort of see through the bullshit as it was starting? It took me about five or six
0: weeks. Okay. It took it took me a while cuz I I saw I saw it but I didn't want to believe
1: it Yeah I know the feeling
0: So for the first month I I went along I kind of went along with it I've never really worn masks or anything but but I did kind of go along with it and just went all right it'll last, if this lasts 3 weeks I can put up with that mm. but it was never going to be just 3 weeks
1: No <laughs> This is where I all of this stuff gets a bit weird. I spoke out about this even before Event 201 took place, which blew a lot of people's minds. And yeah, that's,
0: that's very early, man. That's very early.
1: Very early. That was about April 2019. So a good few months before Event 201 took place. And then when the Wuhan thing started, no one went, oh, yeah, blimey, you was right.
0: No, they don't. They don't.
1: I no. went, when I went back
0: to work in June, I was banging on about lab leaks and, and Wuhan labs miles away from where the, where the market was. And yeah. Nobody really took any notice of me. They all put me down as a nut.
1: Yeah, likewise. The last time I picked my daughter up from school before the lockdown, so it was in sort of February, and all the mums already knew I was... <laughs> You know, because I, I wasn't shy about coming out with any of this stuff. So, and I was at the school gate waiting for the kids to come out. And I said, you do realise in the summer, you're all going to be wearing masks and design the masks. And they're all calling me crazy then. I went, you will. <laughs> and again, i go to the school, they're all standing there two metres apart with masks on. And none of them go, oh, you're right about that as well. Yeah, so it's all a bit weird, really, trying to talk to people, isn't it, when you know certain things? I stopped, really?
0: I stopped, mate. All I'm doing is I'm, I'm keeping my head clear as much like. as I can. And I'm, if people want to talk, then I'll then I'll talk. But I've stopped trying to even open other people's minds to this stuff. Yeah. It's up, it's up to other people to do it themselves. I can't
1: do it for them. You're aware of all the rallies that are going on in London and around the country and around the world? people you
0: Keeping an eye on stuff on on bitchy.
1: Yeah, it's going on. Obviously, Australia. Again? it's going on everywhere. Obviously, Australia are having a hard time. That's probably what's going to come here. I think. What, what are your thoughts on that? We're gonna. You know what's going on in Australia. I take it. I do. Yeah.
0: Um, for for very few cases as well. So they don't even have yeah. a real justification
1: for it. No, and that woman woman quit yesterday. Can't remember her name. Black haired lady.
0: Yeah, the the woman who was getting money from from the vaccine companies.
1: Hmm. So all this stuff, I believe, is nothing to do with the you know what. <laughs> They're using it as, ex- as an excuse to bring in all these other measures complete surveillance and tracking and so on had they tried to bring all that in without the owner everyone would have sort of said no thank you well, and we would have had the right to say no thank you you know it was all a choice then and now we've been convinced that it's all for our safety and we're just going to end up in this Orwellian and you can see it sort of unfolding can't you if you if you actually yeah, stop and I look
0: I think you're right about that. I think it's it's being used as an excuse. To, all the things that they've had lined up, that they couldn't find a way to get through Parliament, they're yeah. all yeah. their emergency, emergency authorization on everything. Totally. And then totally. we're going to have to fight to get our lives back, basically.
1: Hmm. And then I don't know if you sort of dipped your toe into the common law side of things, how you can actually say no lawfully, not legally because there's a difference between the two there, because none of this is lawful, what they're doing. It's, in their terms, legal, which is just a few guys writing stuff down on paper that you and I aren't getting to agree to or even look at half the time. So the lawful...
0: I haven't really looked into the common law side of things.
1: Yeah, the reason I'm sort of calling is because I'm so far down this road is to really sort of give you a few little pointers really. So you, you're almost there, you're almost there. And there's so much other stuff going on that's right under our nose that you can't see. And when you look, you'll start seeing it all. And you're connecting so many dots already. There's there's much more to it than what what we think is going on. Yeah, I I'm,
0: tra- I'm trying to limit limit my bit bit shoot time because it does my head in. <laughs> it does.
1: So, but from where I've on what I've been through to get to where I am, it's worth going through and then coming out the other end in a much better place. Although it's very hard, very hard, because you're going to have to give up a lot of stuff that you thought was true. I've,
0: and, I've mostly and, done that already, mate. To be honest. Really? Yeah, no. I'm. Uh, I'm way, 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 left, left field. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't believe anything that anybody tells me, basically, anymore. No. Me neither. Have you seen my little
1: logo? Uh, uh, the screen I is. I've seen is as a blue swirl. Yeah, it's not a blue swirl. It's a little map. I thought you might have recognised that. But we won't talk about that.
0: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't mean bells.
1: Yeah. That's what I would probably blow your mind with unless you won't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> but it is a very good rabbit hole to go down and it answers so many questions. What that little blue blue swirl is. If you want to dip your toe in there, yeah. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, mate, you feel free to blow my mind. I don't, I don't mind at all.
1: Okay. What's the music for? I'm sitting in a graveyard actually. It's quite soothing. Um,
0: I, I didn't, I didn't put that on. It's just started on its own. That's nice. It's got the phone rang. I think I must I don't know why. It it would (laughs) just be using the music as a ringtone or some nonsense. I don't know. I didn't do it though. I was playing it when you came in, but I I didn't start it up.
1: That's the gremlins in the system, the old AI. If you've been sniffing around that side of things as to what might be in the vaccine and everything else.
0: I've been sniffing around, yeah, I've been sniffing around.
1: Yeah. What do I do? What do I say? Well, I'll just say it. Who else is in here? No one. Um, I think the Earth's flat. That's where I started with all of this, weirdly, after an odd thing that happened in early 2019, and I started researching not flat Earth, weirdly. There was a couple of strange lights in the sky that I photographed one morning from my little house in Essex, and then I saw loads of them in Billericay. Have you heard of Billericay?
0: Yeah, I've heard of Billerickie. I used to live in London, so I'm... All
1: uh, oh, right. Being jury, Ricky Dickie. So I was working in Billericay, and then there was about 13 of these things in the sky at lunchtime. So that was it, and I'd never seen anything like it. And I had about 500 pictures on my phone of these things. So when I got home, I was just like, wow, got to find out what this is and trying to find people that have got other pictures. And um, whatever I took pictures of were or are generally called Foo Fighters, these little orbs. Right, yeah. And then loads of people have captured these over the years, it turns out. And then I started looking at the Foo Fighters album symbology, (laughs) and they're all all there all over the place. And don't ask me how, then I ended up getting into the moon landings, and they're quite clearly fake when you spend a little bit of time. Not too much, but... And then it sort of bugs you for why why were they faking it? Why were they faking it? And then I was looking at the Russian stuff and the Chinese bits and bobs and you're like, my goodness me, it's all, all fake. They're all faking it. So I had about three weeks of really, really, I was off work anyway, cause I'd had the flu and I was really sort of knocked out. So while I was just knocked out, you know, I only started watching the weather <laughs> on YouTube or something strange. Right. And, um, that was it. And then, I don't know, and uh, so they're clearly faking it all. And then I sort of come to realisation uh, when you start looking at other people doing stuff that it's probably flat. We've sort of experienced it flat, yet we're told by other people that it's not. And it's not flat in space. And we're going to fall off the edge. It possibly goes on forever. I don't know. Could be infinite light space. I haven't got a clue. And then you find maps like that, which are or equidistal maps, which were still being taught in schools up until the 1920s. And you can find evidence of that. And a Gleason map, that's pretty good. And... Um and this is how I got onto Podbeam, pod weirdly. So I was, like, telling everyone. They were thinking, I'm freaking mad. But I'd also looked into then, once you questioned science, I was questioning other aspects of science. And I then started looking into germ theory and terrain theory and then working out what viruses are.
0: Yeah. So I've been joining Robert.:
1: Yeah. So I started joining lots of dots. And, um, and when it all sort of came to me, I was like, bloody hell. And then just one day I went, guess what? Yeah, it's flat and uh, they're going to come and do something with a vaccine. We're, how I got that information that they were actually planning to do something, but I did. And um, so that was that. So my friend, who's very well-travelled, who's had someone mention it to him before, and he just sort of poo-pooed it, he was trying to get me to sort of take the mind off things, and he's going, oh, I'll do some podcasting, listen to Podbean and, you know, Adam and Joe show and just stuff. So I did it for a couple of months, and my brain's still, like, whizzing away. And I thought, wonder if there's anything on Podbean. Once I sort of realized what you can do with Podbean, and there is the Flat Earth podcast on Podbean. And I was like, no way. There's people talking about this stuff other than me. (laughs) And then you realize there's loads of people. And it's a massive sort of corner to pick away and peel at and have a look at. And then um, you really do start questioning stuff. And testing it for yourself and don't believe anybody. Don't believe me, for Christ's sake.
0: No, um, to, be, to be fair, man, I don't believe anybody that anything that anybody says without, no. without, without at least having some kind of either personal experience or some, some confirmation from somewhere else.
1: Yeah, and the somewhere else is quite interesting. So that was it. I bought myself a decent camera and went and started testing and then testing what we were being taught and what we've all been taught and what they're still currently teaching kids in school. And this is where another, you know, I've got a young girl and so on, so that makes it hard. <laughs> I want to say one thing to her and I'm not allowed, which is fine. But when you get into all the other stuff, they're now pushing on us, which all makes complete sense when you sort of join all these dots up. You know why they're doing this. The Georgia Guidestones is quite interesting in the fact that it's got a little hole that goes through it that points at the uh, North Star. And every night night of the year, you could go and look through that little hole and it's pointing at the North Star. And then, so how is that possible if we are spinning at all these crazy speeds around the sun as well as spinning on our own axis whilst the sun itself is travelling at half a million miles an hour and all that stuff? Yeah, all this stuff's in the sky every night. What it all is, I don't know, but none of it's there, as we're told, and we're not on a flat disk in space as we're told on that model, is what I'm more than happy to go along with. I cannot believe anything that are coming from these people, and they want you to believe in that for a reason. And then it gets quite um, <laughs> deep. What are they hiding by presenting that to you? So once you are con- been convinced you live on this completely explored speck, you know, can't be explored anymore. You're sort of just trapped, aren't you, on this little thing that you can't ever get off of and you have to be told what it's like from a certain group of people that have allegedly got off of it. And the evidence is appalling when you really start looking. So that's where I am. i questioned absolutely everything and that's where I started. And then particularly once this did start rolling out, you could see it coming. Um, and it's all just playing out. And it's quite nice when you meet someone else that sort of knows partially what's going on. And then other people through that that have got the other stuff going on that they think is also correct. Um, yeah, what it actually is, I've got no idea. But I'm pretty sure I'll oh, put my hand on my heart. Without doubt. Put my house on it. It's not that. So there's that. Yeah. But it's great, and then when you do connect with all these people have you ever sort of Discuss the subject, or had it brought up before? Uh, not not Flat Earth. Hollow Earth
0: I'm interested
1: in. All right, yeah. I've not really looked into that. It could be. But, as but, well as being flat, it could be. Who knows what's down there? So I'm quite, yeah, interested in what people's points of views because there's a lot going on. Yeah, once you sort of get into that. Mud Flood, have you been into that at all? Totaria? Uh,
0: I know several people who are interested in the mud flood stuff and the Tartarian stuff. Yeah. It's not, it's not a place that I've been because it just looks like a, I like that looks like a rabbit hole that will take <coughs> me 70 years to sort
1: out. No, it doesn't. Once you start going out and you can experience it in your hometown, my hometown, China, America, wherever you go, all this evidence is there, and then you start seeing it, and you're like, bloody hell. And then you don't have to sort of go too much, and you can just leave it, you know – to your own devices you haven't got to sit for hours and hours and hours researching on youtube just go and have a look for yourself and it goes deeper than that so it's all good and that's why i wanted it to ring him really so yeah once you started saying what you were saying loads... i'm
0: quite happy to have a, a conversation with you about uh, flat earth or mud flood or whatever anytime you want to do it um, yeah because it's just an open conversation this, I just, all I'm doing is opening the room and then talking about whatever people want to talk about, I think I'll label it as transhumanism today but it's just a a label really, it's like, that's what I'm researching so that's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, I can see that knocking on the doorstep oddly enough, what's going on, and we might be partially there already really. who knows what's been put in the water and so on over the last few years, and you don't know. I stuck a magnet to my nose the other day, and I sort of poo-pooed everyone that was telling me that that, that was going to happen. And um, right on the bridge of my nose, and it stuck. <laughs> a little uh, yeah, I, saw,
0: I saw somebody do that in a pub beer garden summer, and, I, and I went, "What the fuck is going on there?" And then I posted on on Facebook about it and people just laughed. But I'd just seen it happen. Oh, it so, signal. how can they say it's not happening when I've just seen it happen? So. Yeah. So, that,
1: that did not make signal. any sense to me. So. But that, that's, that's a graphene oxide thing, is No. Quite possibly, eh? Um, I want to have a look, yeah, a little sniff around in the old. They're going to treat our water with it soon, aren't they? That's going to be the new filtration medium, apparently. Which would be nice if little bits of that break off. (laughs) Along with the old fluoride that they're going to be putting in the water soon. I bought a water distiller last year, actually. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. Uh, Yeah, so I've got quite a bad signal where I am. I'm trying to wander around. Um... Yeah, I got a water distiller last year, so that's been quite nice. I don't know if you've looked into that at all.
0: Um, I haven't. Um, no, I haven't. I haven't looked into, into water water filtration or what have you at all, really.
1: Yeah, I started filtering water. I'm a plumbing and heating engineer by trade. And um, so I've got a sort of rather nice triple filtered water thing and I was doing a restaurant for somebody, so we looked into that, and then when you realise what each of these filters take out, heavy metals, medicine, (laughs) lardy-dardy, and then you're thinking, wow, so it must be in the water if they're taking it out. So then I spoke to our local water company, and then straight away I just bought the same setup for our own house. But then if you actually distill your water, it pretty much gets rid of everything, and then you're be amazingly surprised at how schmeggy the crap that's left every day out of this thing you're just like my god it stinks because there's fecal matter in there that's poo to you and me yeah we and you're just like my goodness me so um yeah but since i've been doing that and then really looking into food and so on on the back of like all these people that control everything that you eat drink and breathe um yeah my health's got way better Surprising, and I stop drinking. point just like that. Weirdly, Without, right, I didn't even yeah. want to. It just happened. I just got to the uh, point where that's
0: a terrain theory thing, though, isn't it? Because you've cause you, you've you've moved from germ theory to terrain theory, so your detox has started from there.
1: Yeah, I sort of had to. I had a bit of a weird stomach as well prior to all of this going on and an operation. And you're thinking, well, how how come it got that bad? And then because you're working all the time and you know, just eating crap a lot of the time. and so yeah. So that was it. I, I tried for three months to not eat anything out of a packet, and that was really hard. Once you got used to it, it was okay. And I'm not as good now, but I'm still pretty good. Um, but, yeah, so this whole sort of journey of discovery has been quite life-changing in many ways. And obviously, and then we've got the situation we've got in society going on. And, um, yeah, and the transhumanism is going to be one of the... <laughs> it's one
0: of the things that's on the list, isn't it, that they haven't managed to get through yet.
1: Yeah. What's on... Them? Oh, I haven't sort of read it fully. But, you know, you get, like, you get to the sort of saturation point. But Agenda 2030, what are the main sort of bits and bobs of that?
0: Oh, I, I don't know. It's all It's all about limiting living space and all that, isn't it? It's all planning rules and yeah, moving people back into cities and.
1: Hmm. That's where well, I don't want to be. Where are you? Are you sort of fairly
0: close to the city? I'm right in the middle of it.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: I'm right. I'm right in the middle of Newcastle. <laughs> cool. So it's not, it's not that big a city. You can walk, you can walk across Newcastle in quarter of an hour.
1: Yeah, I've been to Newcastle once. It was lovely. It was a oh, drinking sorry. weekend.
0: Yeah, that that happens. That happens. You weren't dressed. You were dressed up in a bride's
1: outfit by any chance, were you? No, sir. It's no, no, we, we, we we're quite tame us, us, little crowd when we came. <laughs> Still well, got I absolutely think. got hammered, but we're we're good boys deep down.
0: All right, people get tied to lamp
1: posts and all sorts of shit where I am. Yeah. But, yeah, so are you intending staying in the city, do you think, or are you going to try and wiggle your way to the outskirts?
0: Um, I'm going to stay. I've been here a couple of years. Right. Uh, so I think I'm at the moment I'm going to stay. depends on my financial situation because at the moment I'm being screwed. And mm. I kind of, the only reason I can afford to stay here is because Universal Credit is paying for it. Well, So I, yeah. need, to, I need to sort a, a decent paying job out.
1: Yeah.
0: And And if I can't do that, I'll have to take my pension and move to somewhere a lot cheaper.
1: I've just bought a camper van. Well, it's an old horse box, actually, only a small one. So, um, (laughs) I've got my plan B.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about a a static caravan on the coast somewhere. That would be cheap.
1: Yeah, I just want to sort of get away from all the. uh, As this is unfolding. Like you said earlier, actually, you know, like at the beginning, it was sort of two to three weeks, wasn't it, to flatten the curve? Yeah. Are, you know two or like,
0: three years later, we're still trying to flatten the sudden curve.
1: Yeah. And, again, from where I'm, where I'm coming from, I said to everybody that this is going to start, and when it does start, it is never going to go away. So even when they went, oh, yeah, it's two to three weeks, I'd already said my piece back in, you know... <laughs> fucking hell, like eight yeah, months yeah. before. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, this I isn't going so... to stop. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's the trick. Most people are. Um. But obviously, it puts me in a very sort of tricky situation because no one wants to talk to me about it anymore because they all know my point of view because I've banged on about it so much. But as it is progressing and then, you know, the summer of last year, they're going, well, the vaccine's coming. Now, so once we have the vaccine, it'll go back to normal. And i will just go, it won't go back to normal. This is never going to end. And then no, there'll be another no. vaccine and there'll be another one. No, there won't. I started growing my hair yeah. and I, I had short hair. And, um, so this was sort of early last year. We got, And I've got a bald spot, so it's not particularly great, but I wanted to go through the fluffy stage, get that out of the way. So when the barbers closed, I wouldn't have to go through the fluffy f- phase myself, you know, so I've already got a bit of length and it's, then I can leave it to grow long without it looking stupid. Yeah, and, yeah. um, you know, and this is to all my mates. Like I'm 51 tomorrow. It's all my mates that I've known all my life. And I'm saying this to them last year. They're going to shut everything. They'll shut the barbers. You won't be able to get a haircut. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a fucking molly. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. And I will. And then like when they did, you know, so that's it. So I'm sitting here with my long hair in my van. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to do it again unfortunately and i so wish it wasn't and i so wish we were not having a conversation like this but the flip side of it is it's all good and you've got to stay happy and positive
0: yeah that that you've got to do which is which is why i'm limited and bit at the moment to the avengers mostly
1: all right yeah,
0: There's all, sorts, all sorts of old TV on there. So I did, So I'll have a, a quick look at what's happening, kind of news-wise, and then I go straight into the Avengers or Sergeant Bilko or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'll tend, Yeah, I've got a lot of weird stuff I look into. But it could, that's it. You have to look at the news to see what they're doing and planning next, pretty much. And you know what they're going to do because they say we won't be doing that
0: whatever Boris Johnson says is not going to happen is the next thing that will happen basically all of them
1: you know Um, you know obviously how wealthy Richie Sunak is don't you you've looked into him at all he's He's wealthy
0: yeah ex-Goldman Sachs isn't he
1: yeah but he comes from a very very wealthy Indian family Um, and technically he's richer than the Queen Right, that's that's quite a lot of money then. That's quite a lot of money, matey. Um yeah, so but all these guys are in a big club that we're not in. Who was it that said that? Was it George Carlin? It's a big club and you're not in it. Yeah, you heard of him?
0: Yeah. yeah, I know George Carlin. Not personally, but I know No. <laughs> I know his stuff.
1: So that's it, there's always that club and we'll never be party to any of that. And they're all pushing. You know, you can see they can do it collaboratively around the world, across the world, because um, they're doing it, um, and they're sort of almost testing each little country slightly differently. Um, you know, Italy's very hard at the moment, because like, a friend of mine's over there. Do you speak to mates around the world or anything? Yeah, I've got friends in the States and Australia. Cool. And hey, as well. Yeah, how are they getting on in Australia where they are? Are they in the zone or? Uh, he's
0: he's gone kind of he's gone silent for a little while, so I'm guessing he's got stuff to organise.
1: Right. It what is he a non jabby jabber?
0: <laughs> he's very definitely a non jabber jabber. <laughs> and yeah. he's taking his kids out of school as well. So that you will be homeschooling
1: at the moment probably. Fantastic. Where are they saw. Fantastic, man, that's just uh, raised my heart, you know, just another one, just knowing there's someone else out there that's got the same, and obviously that's what's hard for me, because my missus thinks, like most people, that this is all normal, and can't wait to get the blooming thing stuck in, and get the next booster, and all of that, so, it's tricky, man, it's tricky for relationships, oh, ours has broken down completely, she's had me off seeing all sorts of people. Thinking I'm mad, <laughs> and uh, yeah. he, honestly, I like to sit through psychiatrist board meetings, and you know, they could have taken me off at any moment. And that, and they've all given me like, "Yeah, he's fine." I had big conversations with him about, you know, Carl Sagan and little, and why I've got to this point.
0: Yeah, well, you're rational, though, aren't you? You've got a rational, logical sequence of things that you've looked into. So,
1: yeah, you know, two and a half years ago, I was like you. Yeah. Or well, not even like you, because I, I, I think I would have gone along with all this, you know, quite possibly, I I not realised. Um, you know, I might have been in the front of the queue, but, and for some reason, I woke up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. A, um, and you...
0: Yeah, I, mean, I, I started my radio show. I've got a radio show on Saturdays that I do, and I started okay. that the, the week before the lockdown happened. Okay. So, Have you done anything so,
1: like that before?
0: Um, I've been doing guest slots and co-hosting for a couple of years. Oh, cool. But this is my like, obviously, Podbean. I do as an experiment. I just test formats and and make shit up and see what happens. Yeah, good point. But I've got a I've got a round table starting tomorrow, and then the Saturday shows kind of set up for eighteen months or whatever. Brilliant. So, so I'm, what, I'm, kind of, I'm kind
1: of established with it now. Excellent. How many people do you get on your round table?
0: It's the first one tomorrow, but I've invited about five people so far.
1: All oh, right, cool. Where's that going to go? Anywhere?
0: Uh, well, it goes out on Revolution Radio, and then I'll put it. On, I'll put it on the on the podcast.
1: Sweet. Yeah, I'll try and keep my ear out. I'm out tomorrow, but happy
0: days. What time's that on? uh nine o'clock in the morning
1: you oh, oh, oh. Radio? no uh
0: freedom i'm on there um my name on there's open philosopher
1: hang on let's get a get little bit of pen and paper
0: Ooh. start a game. what was that sorry uh the show's called free association The. yep and uh, the round table's tomorrow at nine till eleven yeah. Assume, assuming all the technical stuff works according to plan. And then there's a Saturday show at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It'll,
1: it'll all yeah. go on my
0: podcast, so you you can find it all on free association no, like on Podbean
1: a couple of days later. Superb. All right, yeah, I'll keep me here. So are, yeah. uh, I'll, be,
0: I'll be doing these. Can, I'm trying to keep 4 o'clock as a regular slot. Okay. So, if you see me online, it'll be a, it'll either be mornings or four o'clock, but I'm trying to keep four o'clock as a regular thing, and it'll be the most difficult thing I've ever done, being here every day at four o'clock. Because <laughs> right, well, my, my brain wanders all over the place.
1: Why not? Best to let it wander, I think, at the moment. There's a lot to yeah, be yeah, discovered. Yeah. A lot exactly. to be discovered, and it needs to wander. That's the other thing. You need that time to... Digest everything, really, don't you? You exactly. can't just told something and then go. All right, then. <laughs> it, it takes all a processing
0: bit. time. It's all processing
1: because
0: this yeah. is big. This is big philosophical and psychological shifts.
1: It is massively. So it, it takes a lot of processing. Yeah, quite. It's good to process, and once you've done that processing, yeah. It, it's a process you've got to go through, isn't it? The actual processing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which is all good. So, yeah, I haven't freaked you out. Well, no, you don't say I'm freaked out. It's, it's, it's weird. Some people just run a mile. Ah, run off. No, I'm, I'm
0: <laughs> used to it, man. I'm used to, I'm used to basically every different version of what's going on. But I take, take it all with a pinch of salt, including the alternative media stuff.
1: Yes. Yeah, a lot of that's a bit weird at the minute. We go to, um, or I've been going to, so now it's become a we, like a local stand in the park. don't know if you've sort of got any of that stuff going on We've loads of people that know what's going on, meeting in local parks and being able to talk freely. And, you know, I've been trying uh, to get this going because yeah. all the pubs yeah, were, was, and everywhere was shut. Going,
0: yeah, there was demos going on in Exhibition Park, but I never got to any because they're all, always on Saturdays.
1: Oh, okay. I do my show on Saturday afternoon, so I can't get up there, really. Yeah. But, yeah, try and find one, because it's, it's just called Stand in the Park, and there Sundays all around the country, all around the world, actually, between 10 and 11, and then we'll just stay there all day till like 4. But there's 400 of us the other week in the park in Billericay, which is good. quite amazing. That's yes. good. So I've gone from being little me, completely isolated with no one to talk to, to suddenly realizing just in my little area there's like 400 people that are not afraid to speak because that's the that's the other thing because you've got the fear of the old police keys coming down and doing stuff but then you start looking at the common law thing and know what to say to sort of defend yourself rather than just sort of going yeah i understand <laughs> and they take you away um so, so there's much to it but yeah so keep going you'll be fine
0: I wonder if I could do something like that in Leeser's Park on a Sunday afternoon. It might be a bit chilly now, like, but it's worth a thought. I shall shall
1: investigate the the local stand
0: in the park then.
1: Yeah. Just a little yellow smiley face if you stick in the Facebook, and then hopefully you'll find it sort of through that way. But they're around, um, and and it's growing weirdly. Like, from where I was, I I was going to Norwich last year from Billericay, so that was sort of a three-hour trip each way. But it was worth it just to go for a couple of hours to go and be with a load of people that you can talk to without, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. It makes a huge difference, man, if there's people around.
1: Mm. And, you know, it's not about Flat Earth or anything. It's about the big picture what's going on and why they're doing it. So, yeah, um, the Georgia Guidestones, I don't know. It just seems a weird coincidence of which there are many. Um, even the number might be misleading there might be one too many zeros put on the end of that I can't remember how many it is now because if there is a deception going on are we as populated as they say Um, because they're pushing the old you know we're running out of room and we've got to squeeze everyone into cities when you just get on a plane and have a look out the window there's freaking loads of room yeah there's there's a lot of field space out there is there is and that's why a lot of people, you know, are going down the old... And if I can just get a little plot, caravan, stick on that, grow my own thing, have a couple of chickens, and I don't want to be parked Because that's where we're going to be sort of squeezed to before long, if this is rolling out like Australia. If you don't have the thing, you won't be able to go clubbing, not that you probably do, uh, to restaurants in France. They're stopping you going into a supermarket if you haven't got your green pass.
0: I won't be allowed in anywhere where I've got a sure vaccine card.
1: No, so what about when we need to buy foods and clothes and so on? Yeah. Well, well, we're not well... for, we're not forcing you to take it, but you won't be able to buy any food or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But it's your choice. It. Yeah. Um and that's how it's being sold to us. So there's large groups of people that are meeting up and trying to get themselves don't know, just little networks of people. So, in the shit, does it, the fan? You can sort of still get out and meet up and. Because they probably won't take the foot off the pedal once they do it next time, probably. I don't think Australia's going to come out of lockdown again, or New Zealand. Yeah. yeah but, really
0: well, cause they've, they've barely got any. They've only got like 150
1: cases or something. It's not that even reason. No, for sure. What, what do you think of the. Future of Australia and ask where do you think this is heading?
0: Um, I don't know. Quite honestly, I think I think we've got a better chance than Australia has of, of retaining some freedom. Okay. we didn't go, we didn't go quite as as fast as they did. At least it it was slow enough you could see what was happening and counter it a little bit, but.
1: Do you actually think there is a variant of some sort out there? Um, What's up, world? We're
0: in the middle of a conversation, mate, but uh, if you want to call in and meet Uh, yourself, you're welcome to do that. Sorry? No, I'm just talking to the guy in the chat room. Oh, sorry. Uh, The variant, it's it's a tricky one because... Uh, my my brain says that the, there isn't even a virus, so how can there be a variant if there's a vi- If there's not a virus?
1: Exactly. And because they're just making stuff up, we can't go and test this if there's a Moo variant from the Delta and all that stuff. There was even a Lambada one, wasn't there? The Lamb. Yeah. Um, and it all gets quite uh, biblical, shall we say, when you yeah, start I, looking I, at I a lot of it. I,
0: I don't do I don't do Mark of the Beast and I don't do interpretations of Revelation.
1: No, I don't particularly, to be honest. But it just seems quite strange. <laughs> all this stuff is like, and you know, bloody hell. So um, yeah, it's all. I don't know. You just start particularly, you know, Boris Johnson and his dad Stanley, and then look at the other books that he's written, and all these people. Have you got into the trans thing at all? Or have you? I didn't even know it was a thing. And then um, you look into that and you find possibly some of these celebrities are not who they're (laughs) supposedly. Yeah. Glenn Close was one I sort of was asked to look at, and you think, no. And that could be a guy. Have you been down that rabbit hole?
0: I haven't been down that road at all.
1: Mate, um, it's in, that's another bonkers one. A lot of them. Val Kilmer. Weirdly. Right. Look at him now. So, anyway, if you want to go down there. I don't know. I'm not too experienced in that realm, but there's a lot of weirdness going on. Um, I don't think Diana was in the car. How's that? Right. So, they've just... they've,
0: they've transported her somewhere and kept her locked up presumably yeah
1: not even locked up I think she's possibly playing somebody else if she was a character yeah I won't go too deep into that at this stage probably but there seems to be a lot of that I think that was a staged event cameras were off and all of that and then you got two paradigms that everyone's left arguing about oh the royal family had a bumped off or you know I don't think she was in the car. And we're left with the two paradigms to discuss and argue over. And then we're just finding out we're wasting our time because it was neither of those were factual anyway, or well, one of them wouldn't have been factual. They're both false, but we're left arguing over something that hasn't even happened yet. We are led to believe it because I think I there's was, a lot. I'm not sure
0: about that one,
1: because <laughs> I'm not sure about that. No, I know. But again, I came, this, this was going back uh, early or middle of 2019. And then, uh, I don't know, but there's a lot of strangeness going on. So everything basically becomes questionable. Everything. Everything, everything, everything.
0: everything. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm a skeptic <laughs> about
1: pretty much everything.
0: Yeah. How long have you been like that? Um, probably most, well... Most of my life, except I didn't realize it. Yeah. Because I, I always back away. I, I get into something for six months, and then then I back away from it. Mm-hmm. Something always clicks in my head that says, I don't want to be in this place. Hmm. And it was a subconscious question about stuff. But now it's a conscious question about stuff, so it's a, a bit
1: easier to deal with. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Are you glad you took that step to make it more conscious or did it just happen organically?
0: Uh, well, I went to see David Icke in 1998 <laughs> wow. and that pretty much did the trick, except I, I, I came out, I was completely shell-shocked. Yeah. So he, he blew my brain basically and I couldn't handle it. Yeah. So I put that to one side. I ended up going down the Alex Jones rabbit hole for about ten years. (laughs) Yeah. I
1: think he's a bit of a gatekeeper.
0: He's definitely a gatekeeper, mate. There's a lot of stuff that he doesn't talk about. That.
1: uh, Yeah. Russell Brand. Russell Brand as well, and um, Joe Rogan. Not that I listen to either of them. I've tried in the past, and it's what they don't say, which I find amazing. And they're pushing this sort of, I don't know, almost like fairy tale stuff. You, there's a few little truths in there, aren't there, that make it juicy. Yeah, and it it sort of just be...
0: pushing things a little bit these days.
1: Yeah, but I don't think he's going to ever tell you the full picture because he's come from a very controlled system, isn't he? He's part of that Hollywood elite. Yeah, well, he's um,
0: still, getting, still getting his alimony from Katy Perry, isn't he? So
1: yeah but that's it they're, they're all part of a club doesn't matter whether you're an actor a lot of them are actors actually by trade if you look on the old um imdb website boris obama <laughs> occupation actor that's strange um yeah
0: it's uh, it's
1: a tricky one so have they always been acting that's where i'm coming from i think they've always all of them always always it's always been an act um a theatre set, going back to Shakespeare, well to stage. Um, what does he saying? We're merely actors.
0: Players, yeah.
1: And yeah. Players. And I literally think it is like that. And there's this big script that's rolling out. And um, it was always going to be that way. And now they're sort of running out, because it's always been built on a and falsehoods and so on. It's almost beginning to crumble because there's no truth to go back to with any of it it's all becoming exposed um every day it becomes more nonsensical doesn't it when you sort of read stuff and you're thinking oh, my goodness how can people not see that um
0: yeah but even even my mother started to wake up all right which is a, which which is pretty good go yeah, um, very good. I mean, she's, she's not going to go down the rabbit holes that I go down, but she's, uh, <laughs> she's prepared to ask questions now that she wasn't
1: asking five years ago. Bless her, man. Yeah, my mum's pretty much the only one I can talk to about it. She doesn't even want to talk about any of these sort of subjects. But at least I can still have a conversation with her. Most people just go, nah, I don't want to talk about anything. So, um, but hopefully that's it. I've told him enough stuff now for long enough and hopefully a friend, a friend of hers, their son has started talking like I am and I haven't seen him for 30 years. So at least he's hopefully, you know, if a few more people start speaking, that's all you can hope for, isn't it? I've done my best. I'm sure you have.
0: Yeah. I do. I do a little bit here and there. I'll point people in a direction or I'll, I'll drop something into a conversation here and there. Yeah. It's, uh, ultimately, uh, it's not up to me to rescue anybody. It's up to them to rescue
1: themselves. Absolutely. I had a bit of luck the other night. I went into an Aldi near me that I haven't ever been in, and um, the little hand sanitizer station, as you walk in, was all corroded and rusty where this stuff's been dripping out the bottle. And, leaking it and i've seen pictures like it on the internet and i've never visually seen one for myself <laughs> right, and there was right. one so i took a couple of pictures and then there's people were walking out going what are you taking a picture of i was going that i was going look at that i said you've been rubbing that in your hands and it's like eating through you know whatever this fantastic metal stand is that's like you now fucked um and that's what you're rubbing in your hands and then I could have a little bit of a conversation with him. Da, 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 da. So hopefully it's just a little seed sown. You know, they all went ugh. The amount of people that have got bad skin. Yeah, they will do after
0: rubbing that stuff in. I, I don't touch it. I, I have no choice at the job centre because yep. they force you to force you to do the hands and the, the mask thing. Wow. And it's, only for, it's only for 20 seconds until you get to the stairs and then you can just take the mask off. Yeah. So I can deal I'll... with that if I absolutely have to, but because uh, that's the only place I really have to. Yeah. But, but the guy I'll... at my little herons, there was a guy on the checkout. Right. I had a conversation with him when he was when he was stocking the frozen food counter or whatever, and it turns out he's got a he – he gave me a 10-minute a tw- a, a geopolitics lecture. He doesn't believe any of it. He's, he's in his 20s, very early 20s. Right. He's asking the right questions, so. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely asking the right questions. He's not going near the vaccine, and that's that's like he's. I was I have kind of looked at him because he doesn't wear a mask and everybody else in there wears their mask while they're on yeah. the checkout.
1: Yeah. Well, weirdly, that's how I found out about my, the little stand in the park, local to me. So, every sort of couple of weeks, I was going to Norwich. And then in a little shop near me, there was a woman with no mask on during the, you know, summer this year. So I went, are you, you know, exempt or are you pretending to be exempt? <laughs> and she went, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then she went, do you know about the thing in Billericay? So I was like, no way, on my doorstep almost. So, um, yeah, but on the back of that, I found out there's loads going on in Chelmsford, blah, 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 blah. loads of little towns around here, into Kent, into Suffolk. Yeah,
0: I will. I will definitely put that on my list, mate. That's a. It's a good. It's a good point in the direction.
1: Man, it gives you some energy for the week ahead when you're sort of having these thoughts to yourself, or well, you know what you think and how you feel, and then to actually sort of go and meet up. You know, even if it's for a couple of hours, just to be able to talk. So that was it. I just walked in there one day by myself, found little people standing under a tree. Are you uh, and that was it. And now we're all standing there, proudly, little flag stuck in the ground. And new people just keep coming each week from all all walks of life, mate. It's lovely. Yeah, it'll 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 bring people. It'll definitely bring people together who
0: wouldn't normally be in the same place. Hmm.
1: Oh, That's totally. True. And then off the back of that, you're doing your own, our own little sort of social events, and we'll do so. Obviously, once we're sort of locked down and you're not allowed to go and do stuff, at least we'll be we'll be going around doing it like yeah, we have yeah. been all all for the last couple of years now really um that's the thing i didn't stop anything i couldn't i wasn't going to fall for this trick <laughs> you know yeah, was it, was, it was i was like the amiga man driving around at times yeah on the m25 and stuff there's like no one on the road it's just me like, It's it's like a movie, it was like a movie and then you realise it is a movie yeah, so a, yeah going back to the, the
0: science fiction perception it is yeah, but it doesn't, have, yeah, it doesn't it's, all,
1: it, it's up to us whether we buy
0: into it or not or, so.
1: that's it, I'm writing my own story from now on so yeah, who, exactly who, right. they, who they are <clears throat> and who the director is of this shit show <laughs> I don't know but there must be somebody or group of people. What does David Icke say? Um, cause I've only recently sort of started listening to a bit of him. He went to one of the rallies last year in London. I didn't know he was going to be there. And that was quite a pa- powerful speech. Um, yeah. And I was like, wow. And then started reading a bit of what he's been doing over. Well, ever since he got ridiculed on Wogan, really, wasn't it years ago? I never sort of paid much notice of him since.
0: So I've kept so, an eye on it for the last 25, well, nearly 25 years, 24, 23 years it'll have been.
1: Well, I've got some catching up to do there then. <laughs> yeah, saw... You've
0: you, kind of come in from a different direction, but uh,
1: David Ike's interesting. He could be a gatekeeper as well, though. I'm aware of that, yeah. Again, it's what he doesn't say that makes me think that. So, uh, yeah, I'll give you another weird one as we're on complete subject of weird. Have you come across the Mandela effect yet? I
0: have. I, haven't. I, know people <laughs> who, I know people who are Mandela affected, but I don't think I'm personally Mandela affected.
1: Well, okay. Yeah, I've had two local ones. So, yeah, I just want that you're aware of that. So that's, that's a strange topic worth playing with something pops along and then it makes you go "Hmm." (laughs) i've had a road a road name near me change yeah it's never been changed everyone remembers it being the other way the first two letters were swapped around right sorry the second two letters first letters the same but you can even find if you go into old adverts for the community center where they're doing dog training on a wednesday at seven and children's play center at two on a monday that sort of thing and it's oh come to the so-and-so center on i won't say the road such and such road and even the advert's got it spelt the way that everyone remembers but the sign at the end of the road says something completely different and it's not been dug up recently it's the sign it's always been there uh, you can look on old photographs if there's sort of such th- and that's it and that's very strange um so yeah and then the rest of it all the moving changes and um there's so much, isn't there? Laurel and Hardy. Have you heard of that one?
0: Um, I haven't. I like Laurel and Hardy, though. So what's what is, what is the, what's Mandela affected about Laurel and Hardy?
1: Okay. Um, put in the missing word. That's another blank mess you've got me into. Another fine mess. Another fine mess. I love Laurel and Hardy. Um, and that's what everyone says. And if you can go and find any episode of them saying fine mess, <laughs> I'll give you a pound. Um it's nice mess now. That's another nice mess. And in South End, where I was a couple of months back, there's a giant Lauren Hardy pair of mannequins next to a phone box, all fully, you know, with um top out on the suit and so on. And over the top of them, it says, another fine mess in big sort of neon lit-up letters. You know, they've got to be like seven or eight foot tall, each of these mannequins. Um, Another fine mess, but I've never said it. (laughs) That is weird.
0: Stan Stan Laurel used to live in Bishop Auckland, which is uh, just down the road from here, about 15, 20 miles. His family family had music halls up in the northeast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you'll find that all these people came come from entertaining, military, or royal families. Um, yeah, Every, everything's orchestrated by circus entertainers, technically masquerading as queens and military top brass. And then you'll, you'll you might have done this already, like Jim Morrison, who his father was. Yeah, all of I've them. Been.
0: I've been down that I've been down the Laurel Canyon and
1: all, yeah yeah but then you start looking at a lot of our sort of cold play most people have either come from royalty or military backgrounds high ranking military as well not little the grunts that you and I would become we would never reach those higher <laughs> pipe smoking you know we would yes. again so they always get the lower the asses to do the harm uh, to another group of low-lifes like us from another country while the elites are sitting there with their port and whatever, discussing what a fabulous day at war they had. Yeah,
0: orchestrating the the, the battles in the trenches.
1: Absolutely. And it, it is just like a giant chess game, isn't it? When you really start looking. It is, Matt. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. Yeah, so but it's all good. Yeah, there we are anyone else in the old thing going to call in who was going to call in a moment ago Uh,
0: what's up world where he's gone everybody's gone
1: oh man yeah so that's it I love talking about this subject or all these subjects because they all connect and then on the flat earth side of things there's so much going on with that and then you find people that have been down that route for a long time and they're already picking apart and what does David like say? You can look back at the stepping stones and then you can see how they've done it and it gives you the tools to look forward and see what they're doing with the recent stones that have been trodden on or something. Yeah, well, it's, all
0: repeat, it's all repeating patterns, isn't it? If, if, they, if, some, if they've done something that worked, yeah. then they'll it again on a bigger scale. I think it's all it's all like uh, prototyping. You do something kind on of small, small scale in obscure country. Hmm. And then everybody starts to point to the obscure country and go, look what they did. We could do that. Yeah. And it's easier to control a small country than it is a big one,
1: obviously. But I think all – I don't know. They're controlling the whole lot. I think the whole idea of countries is a falsity. I don't think there are conflicts between America and China. They orchestrate them for us to believe that there is that going on. But there's – that's intentional.
0: i tell you what, the, that was because another phone call came in. It is using the music as a. as, <laughs> and that, as a dream tone. I'll have to switch it off again. Because I've never noticed that. No, no, no well, I don't normally put music on, that's the thing. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's been Thanks. good talking to you, mate. I'm going to close it up now because I've got to get something to eat.
1: Cool. Likewise. Yeah. Very nice. Talk to you, sir. And then I'll uh, try and catch you again. Yeah. Well, you, I'll be. I'll be
0: here this week at four o'clock. Because I'm going to try and make it a big. Okay, a game, but, I, but how long I can keep it up? I don't know. Okay. That's cool.
1: If I don't speak to you again, I'll try to. Um, Crow Triple Seven Radio. He's on Podbean. I don't know if you've come across yeah, him. Have, he goes into some. What do you think of him?
0: Um, I like a lot of it. Hmm. I like the, the I am an astrologer, so I like the sky clock stuff that they do.
1: Yeah, me too now. Because it's That's fascinating. It's,
0: because that's the way things are being timed. So hmm. if you know if you know about what's going on, if you know how to interpret the the sky properly, you, I could probably once I've worked out how it's been interpreted by the people who are planning stuff, I'm if I'm assuming the people are planning stuff. Then, then I can work out the time. And from there, I haven't gone into it in any depth, but I used to, I used to do pro-astrology, so I, I, know, I know how to get into it fairly quickly once I set my mind to it. Excellent. Yeah,
1: because I could never really get my head around astrology. And I used to try, and it f- fascinated me, the people that sort of could and so on. And then once I sort of ended up where I was, And you overlay the old zodiac over the top of one of those. (laughs) It's it's fascinating. It's
0: based on geocentric. It's based on flat Earth. So astrology is is the next step. Once you once you get to geocentric, astrology is the next step backwards.
1: Yeah. So that's it. I've got myself a couple of books recently to have a little trying to understand some of that side of things, that's going to be fascinating, because other than the plough and the North Pole, never really sort of taken any note, the North Star, sorry, never really taken any notice, so um, that's another little thing, so that's it, I'm, I'm enjoying all these new discoveries, I have got. I went through the fear and all my goodness stage, and I've come out the other side. Oh, could it sounds <laughs>
0: like you're in a good place, look at look, uh, yeah, I don't know whether tropical or sidereal astrology is the best way to go, but but look look okay. where the moon is, because it's all timed by the moon, yeah. this stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'll pay a lot of attention to that. Okay, what was that one? Topical? Topical is, is,
0: is Roman astrology, okay. basically, and sidereal is what's going all on right. in the sky now. So there's a difference in the positioning okay. of everything, and I don't know which one's the best one to use, so I'm going to have to look at that.
1: Yeah. Okie dokie. I'll have a little nose into those. Okay. All right, sure. right, you take yeah. care. All right. Yeah, likewise. All right. Till next time. Take care. Man. Bye-bye. <laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye.